Greetings and welcome to Reset and Reorder. I'm Tami Musihana and I'm with my husband, Masindi Musihana. We are from Gate Ministries East London. A special welcome to Gate Ministries East London family. I always like to say a special welcome because we're family. Uh, and actually I've enjoyed seeing some of the family in the past few weeks. It's been a joy seeing you and uh, seeing how the Lord has kept you. And on that note, I also want to extend a word of welcome to those who have come to relate to these messages. And um, thank you for you know, your comments, your encouragement. Uh, it is really appreciated. Wow, it is indeed appreciated. Without uh, spending a lot of time in that, let us recap what we've been discussing in the previous sessions. We've been discussing mainly the, the church as the family of God in the earth, and we delved deeper into deputization and went on to the spirit of the Father. Those who are our spiritual father, those who lead uh, the household, those who lead our churches, the family, of God in the earth and we touched on the key some of the key attributes you know of those who carry the spirit of the father in them yeah. we said um, they stir up a desire in us to long and to know to long to, to long to know God more yeah. to have that intimate relationship with God our father that's what they they, they stay up in us and we also said the sons of God in us get to be liberated, you know, to arise into the stature of who Christ is as a son of God. We become free, you know, we become who we are and we, we on our way to, to our destiny in Christ, you know, so there's that, there's that um, level of freedom that, that we feel as, 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 we, as we are secured and um, confident in our identity. That's yes. one of the things that Spirit does in us as sons of God. Also, uh, you'll find that it, 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 those who carry that Spirit of the Father, their interest, their main interest is in their, in, is in their spiritual sons yes. more than their own you know, interest. Yes. So those are some of the things that we, we, we touched on. You may visit the previous sessions uh, in the event that this is your first session that you are watching today. And we concluded by the story of the prodigal son. Yeah, we, yeah. we looked at, um, I think we started looking at um, the, the younger son. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> we stopped where he had come to his senses mm -hmm. and realized that he had broken a, a principle. You know, I think that's where we should start. And by the way, we had promised that um, this time around you'll also share your testimony of how you came to, you know, um, um, have a relationship not only with God but also with your spiritual father. Yeah. You, know? you always tell these nice stories about, you know, your journey in Christ. So I'm hoping that with this one as well, you would, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll keep giving us uh, bits and pieces as we go. Oh. So, um, what we looked at, I think we were in Luke 15, uh, verse 18, 
and there we see the son coming to his senses. We know the story. Uh, this is a story of a young man who asked his father for his portion of the inheritance. And the Bible tells us that he went to a faraway country and there he spent all his uh, substance on, um, you know, um, riotous living, other, other versions of the Bible say. And uh, when a famine hit that land, he uh, found himself here. He, in fact, he lost everything and a famine hit that land and he had to join himself to a man, one of the people of that land. He ended up, he finds himself at the end um, feeding, not only feeding uh, pigs, but also eating with them. You know. And at that low point in his life, he comes to his senses and he says to himself, look, I will arise and go to my father. And this is what I will say to him. He says, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I think right there we see two principles. This younger son, uh, like many of us, you know, we look at um, our biological fathers and we also look at what God can give us in terms of material things. You know? And uh, he felt that one, if he had all the material things in life, then he would make it. You know, and he felt that once he had that, he didn't need his, 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 his father. He didn't need to be in the confines of the father. Mm -hmm. But when he comes to his senses, he realizes that in that decision, he had actually violated a timeless principle. That's why he says, I have sinned against heaven. You know, whenever we miss the mark, you find that there are timeless principles that we break. You know? So that's the first realization he comes to. But then he also realizes something that is um, within the context of what we are studying. He says to his father, I have sinned against heaven and this sin happened before you or in your presence. And right there, um, one of the things we learn is that the principles, the things of heaven, you know, as God's stewards on the earth, earth, they are given to men to administrate, you know, even as we find revelations in scripture, God opens our eyes to see principles, to administrate them in our own lives, so as to walk according to his principles, you know. So this young man realizes that he's, 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 he's faltered twice, he's faltered against God, you know, in heaven, but also against his father on the earth. And I know this is an example of a biological father, but it also speaks of a, a spiritual father. Yeah, you know, correct. As, 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 um, as we build this house, you know, of God on the earth, and as we spoke of deputization early on, you find that in each household, God places a man on whom the spirit comes upon, his spirit comes upon. No. And whatever happens, it happens in the sight of heaven, but also before that one whom God has placed before us. Yeah. As we continue with this story, we realize that we, we, we learn that a, a few things that um, come to this young man's uh, understanding. In fact, when he decides to go to his father, he says, when I get there, 
verses 19 and 20, I'll tell him that I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. So he also realized that the most important thing, you know, in all that I am was the fact that I'm a son and my life was supposed to be about my father's business. And I missed the mark there. And in his humility, he feels like he's no longer worthy. You know, he decides when I get to my father, I'll say, make me uh, as one of your servants. Mm. You know, so he arose and came to his father. But look at the father's love. The Bible tells us that, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. Wow and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Oh. You know, I think you said this earlier on, that in the environment of the father, you know, when, where there is the spirit of the father, there is love. Yeah, uh, I think right there, I can share a part of my testimony, which is that really, you know, uh, when I met with my spiritual father, that was the first thing that was restored in me uh, the the love you know from 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 the men in which he he embraced and loved me without doing anything you know without performing without doing anything really I, I did nothing but he embraced and loved me and there was that deep sense of love for myself restored within me uh, whereby the 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 the, the self-confidence you know rose I became more self-confident, I became more secure, you know, in me, you know, I didn't need to act as if I'm somebody else. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that was restored for me. Wow. I, that kind of love did that to me. But in, that, in saying that, uh, is, there are people like me, you know, who didn't have... Um, how, how, can, how can I put it? There are people like me who, who felt like he is correct. There are people like me who felt like they needed to perform for their father's love, yeah. such that they always felt like they're coming short yeah. you know, of that standard, of that uncommunicated expe ex uh, expectation, expectation. By, by your father. You know, there are people like me. But this principle is a divine principle. It doesn't matter the narrative, the background, because some of us, had incredible relationship with our, with our fathers, fathers yes. you know, both um, uh, father figures, any father figures in our life. Yes. There are some of us who had incredible relationships, mm -hmm. but then because the principle is a divine principle, you can still from that connect with your spiritual father mm -hmm. as led by the spirit of God. Yes. So uh, I, I'm saying this because I don't want to, I don't want when we discuss mm -hmm. We think that you must you must have you had must, you must go from a negative yes, to a positive. Yes, it's not like it's a divine principle. Yeah. It doesn't depend on the narrative that we we're coming from. It's, it's the order of God. Mm -hmm. One of the words that um, really um, uh, what you call encouraged me in that in that um, verse is the word compassion. Mm -hmm. you know, the father had compassion on the son. There's a scripture, I think it's um, in the Gospels, where it says when Jesus looked at the, at the crowds, he had compassion on them because they looked like sheep without shepherd, you know. So it's like Jesus would knew that if these 
people had a shepherd. This is the direction they would be taking, you know. But now they are directionless because they don't have a shepherd, you know. And the compassion of the father looks at this young man and says, look at where he is, you know, as compared to where he needs to be. You know? And the love of the father sort of desires to help that young man come to that place. Yeah. So that's one of the things that the spirit of the father does. Instead of uh, meeting our judgment, compassion, um, God's compassion causes those whom, uh, people whom he has placed as fathers over our lives to desire to see us come into the fullness of what God has in store for us. And, and just to add on that one, they, they see us after the Spirit. Yeah. They see like the potential in us. Mm. They don't see us based on the standard where we are, mm. the faults and everything, but instead they see the future in us. And it feels so good to know that there's someone when, it looks at, when he's looking at you, he, there's hope, you know, it's like he's looking the best from you, whilst mm. you are thinking you are in your worst. But your spiritual father, that grace, you know, has ability to see the goodness in you, in your worst state. That's what happened to me. No, I think we, 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 we share the same view there because I've also seen how um, our spiritual father was able to see potential in us, you know. Uh, having grown up behind the scenes in church, but he was able to see that, look, we can lead a household, you know, we can grow and mature uh, into the people that we are becoming. You know? Yeah. Moving on to uh, what you call, as we move on with the story, mm. one of the things I look at also is the fact that that love and compassion that the Father shows, you know, it's one of the things that teaches us as sons to actually do the same to others. You know, the Bible tells us that. Uh, God demonstrated his love towards us by this, you know, that while we were yet sinners, while we were yet in a state that displeased him, yet he allowed his son to die for us. And look at what Jesus says when he commands his disciples, I think John, John 13 verses 34 and 35, when he commands his disciples, he says, a new commandment I give unto you, that, that you love, love one, one another, another as, as I have loved you. So I have displayed how to love before you, you know. You have seen me love. You have seen me show compassion. You have seen me heal people. You have seen me um, provide for the 5,000. You know, you have seen the expressions of love in me. I have personified love. Now go and do the same one to another. So where there's the spirit of the father, sons learn to love. You know, you are loved to a point where you learn to love and share that love with others. Uh, as we move on, look at what the son says. He repeats the same thing in verses 21 to 24. He says, Father, I have sinned. This is when he gets to his, to his father. I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But look at how the father responds. You know, One, he ran, he hugged him, he kissed him, he had compassion to him. And two, 
even before anything, he restores this young man to that place of being a son in the house. Look at what he does for him. But the father says to his servants, one, bring the best robe, you know, um, and put it on him and put a ring on his finger. These were very important um, symbols uh, in the context of when this uh, story was told, you know. Um, a robe speaks, for example, of um, royalty. You also see in, in example, the story of uh, Joseph, how a robe, a technicolor robe, a robe of many colors, speaks of the father's pride, you know, over a son. So those are first things that are restored to him. The ring speaks of authority. We know that uh, in, in olden times, a signature, for example, at times, uh, was a ring, was affixed to whatever decree or whatever a letter that one was writing, you know, to, to, as, to, uh, to attest to the fact that it was written to, uh, uh, by this person and this person had authority oh, to do it. that. So even before anything, these are the two things that are restored to this young man, you know. Um, and put a ring on his uh, hands and sandals on his feet and bring the fattened calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Why? For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So these are powerful principles. In fact, they go back to, um, remember when we spoke of judgment and how God would judge the shepherds, you know, for not looking after his people, for not restoring his people, for not helping his people. Look at what the spirit of the father does for his son. Wow. These are, these are, um, are, are powerful principles. In fact, they help us to see that the father and son principles are timeless. You know, and it's not something that is being established now or something that came with, you know, the, the latter movements um, of, 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 of God. But it's something that God had intended to be in place even from the inception of time itself. Hence, it says um, in the book of Matthew that mm. Adam, the son of God. Adam, yes. Mm. So Adam himself was not just a created man. He was a son of God. So God is about family. Mm. You know, let's look at uh, other scriptures that attest to the fact that God has always intended that in our redemption, you know, we are redeemed to carry, remember God is spirit. And the Bible tells us that those who worship him, worship him in, in spirit and in truth. And so in our redemption, we were redeemed not only to come into the family of God, but we were redeemed and was given a spirit that causes us to cry to, to, to cry, our Father. Father. Mm -hmm. you know? But that spirit um, endows us, I hope that's the correct way, mm. with the spirit of the Father and of the Son. Mm. And we, we, I think at some point we explained how they, that those spirits are. In the last session yeah, yeah. we did. Simply speaking, the spirit of the Son is that which says, I want to see, my, my 
My will is to do the, the my, my food, food is to, to do, do the, the will of the Father and finish it, you know. And the Spirit of the Father is that which reflects, which becomes an accurate representation of who God is to nature and to others, you know. Listen to what Jesus says in John 14, verse 23. He says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we, the Father and the Son, will come to him and make our home, other versions say, our dwelling in him. First John 21, uh, First John 2, verses 21 to 25. Um, I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies Jesus, that Jesus is the Christ? Mm-hmm. You know? He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. So when you deny Jesus, you deny both God the Father mm-hmm. and God the Son. Mm-hmm. You know? So for example... Um, that means you cannot say, I love God, but don't tell me about Jesus. You know? Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. You, you hear that? He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. You know? Therefore, let us abide in you. Let us ab- ab- Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and the Father. So this talks about how this principle is timeless. It has always been intended Mm. that in God's house, the modus of of operation would be that of fathers and sons. But that also in us, as sons of God, we will carry a spirit, the spirit of God, which expresses itself in the form of father and son in us. I think we spoke about this earlier. And there are many other scriptures that one could look at that actually continue to attest to this fact. One could look at um, 2 John 1, 9, uh, 1 John 4, 15. You know, whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So, um... I think with these um, scriptures, what we are trying to do, we need to move to talk about the other son. Mm. But what we want to do here is just affirm yeah. the fact that the father and son principle is a principle that is found in scripture. Yes. You know? In some areas, we see it through stories like Elijah and Elisha. Paul and Timothy. Yes. Even Naomi and Ruth. Yes. So this is something that we need to, you know, think through, um, read through Scripture, allow it to allow ourselves to be immersed in it, and be able to step into it, you know, because it's only if we step into these things that we can come into the fullness of what God had desired for us to have. From the beginning. Yes, because um, we've always known ourselves that when you grow up, you know, as believers, born again Christian. I remember, (laughs) I'm thinking of the testimony again that you asked me to share um, last time Mm -hmm. for for this session. 
uh, I was content with being a born again Christian, you know, and when I first started to hear about the the, 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 the spiritual father and son, you know, uh, truth, I was like, mm -mm, I don't want it, I'm fine, you know, because as I'm said, at that time, I think there was, it was sort of misunderstood. Yeah. I misunderstood it, mm -hmm. and I think the environment that I was in also misunderstood it because it had everything about like the rules of the sons, you must do this and this. And if you are not doing this, you're falling short. It, it, it made me feel like, hey, this thing is heavy, you know, and I thought I'm running away with this. In fact, God is my father. Father, God is my father. If I need a spiritual father, God is both my spiritual father and father <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> that's, what I, that's, that's what I resolved to, up until, um, up until, I attended, you know, an, an apostolic school. Yes. And I remember in that evening service, there was going to be a speaker speaking about sonship. And I thought, oh, oh here it comes again. Yeah. I am not listening to this. <laughs> I am just switching my ears off. Mm. In fact, I closed my book, but then I thought, I, it's wrong. And then I opened my book. I started drawing. I started drawing. So you pretended you were writing notes. Oh, that's how I was not listening. Like, you know what, I'm just drawing, drawing, drawing. Up until, you know, God in his divine wisdom, he's amazing in that when this main speaker that was sharing about the sonship, the one that I didn't listen to, when he finished, the, the, there was another speaker amongst the speakers that were at that um, uh, session. He went to the stage, you know, to the podium and started to, to, to repent, saying that um, I'm standing here representing all the fathers, be it a biological father or the spiritual father in your life. Mm -hmm. And I want to repent for, for not loving you the way I ought to have loved you by the love that I've received from the Father God. I thought, mm. okay. And then he went on to say, I made you to perform for my love and my attention. And I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't affirm you when I needed to affirm you. Hey. Then I looked up and I thought, what is this now? You know, uh, my dad knows this. Um, I know if, when he listens, he's going to say a hey, time, you know, he knows this. My dad is very strict, very strict to a point that at times we misunderstood him, you know, because like if you didn't, but my dad was a type whereby if you didn't get 98%, if, if you got 98% in your meds, he'd be like, where's the 2%? Go to my room. And he'll take a whip and he'll whip you for the 2%. That's how my dad was. So I, I think in his heart, he wanted us, you know, to excel. To excel. Mm. But the way it was, to us, so like we are not enough, you know those kind of things. So um, then the, the 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 man of God said, "I apologize for you know." He he sort of narrated my life. Let me summarize it by saying that when you were speaking there, forgive me that uh, 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 I didn't love you enough. All those things, you know, that were sort of pain. All those things that made me not to even want this principle. He spoke to that. He, it was like, it, there are two people in that room, me and yes, him. Yeah. I, I want to agree with what you're saying, which says, 
This is a timeless principle. It's a divine principle. It's a principle of God. Whereby by the Spirit of God, you cannot, you cannot manufacture it. Yeah. You cannot, uh, it's not a man-made. You cannot fabricate it and yes. try to make it. No, it happens by the Spirit of God. Especially if you are open to it. But in my case, I was not even open to it. It means God really himself, himself wanted me to know it for what it is. Then at that point, after that session, the tears rolled down my eyes. And especially when he said, look at me at eye contact. It was so beautiful moment that one. It was like, you know, a God moment. So he finished speaking and he, and he said, will you forgive me? Will you forgive me? And I thought to myself, wow. It was like God speaking to me. I said, Yo, uh, you know, I started that process. It was an internal process. And then a prophet of God then went to the stage. And he said, uh, with what has happened here, you know, because the atmosphere changed. So with what has happened here, now I hear the Lord saying, it's time for migration. Migrate. You need to migrate to your spiritual father. It was a beautiful process. And in my heart, I migrated right there. But then I told myself, I am not going to tell the, my spiritual father that I've migrated to him. I'm not doing that. Until the following morning, okay, the evening service finished, went home. It was so good. I called, the first thing I did the following morning is to call my dad. I hadn't spoken to him in a long time. I spoke to him, you know, because I felt the love myself. There was sort of a healing that took place, you know, a healing that took place. So I called my dad and yo, I was telling him how I love him. And I haven't spoken to him in a long time, but I called him. Then it was a beautiful, then I went to, to the service again that morning. And then um, my spiritual father called me because I was, I was passing by and then he called me. He introduced me, you know, to the prophet uh, of God that was the, the previous night. And he said, please meet the Tammy. Tammy is my spiritual son. And I thought to myself, oh, I was so sure. Just, just affirmed what happened. Affirmed what happened last night. Because he has never said that before that way. I'm like, oh, wow, Lord, thank you. And then right there and then I was like walking on air and I couldn't believe I couldn't believe how God does his things. So that is that that is my story. And I'm finished now sharing my story. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But I think in essence, what we are saying is that uh, um, it's important to ponder upon these things. Seek to understand them. Allow the Spirit of God to speak to you and help you to see um, the reality, you know, of the father and son wineskin. For as we step into that, we are stepping into a place where God wants us to be. For example, the Bible says, nature groans waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. You know? and, and for sons of God to manifest, there ought to be a spirit of the father to help them come up. You know? And God will, as we said, he will deputize and um, place people along our path to help us to rise and grow and come into our full stature as sons of God. Uh, the book of Ephesians also attests to this fact that um, fivefold ministry was given so that we may come 
into, prepare us for works of ministry and help us to come into a place of maturity. And it's when we step into principles like this that we you know, um, align ourselves with what God wants and step into a place of maturity. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the testimony. We thank you for your love. We thank you for being a God who is a help to us. Thank you for revealing these things, O oh God, these principles to us. And Father, we pray that even as the household of God on the earth, which is the church, is being built, that our eyes and the eyes of your people may begin to be open, that understanding, O oh God, may uh, enter our minds and our hearts for us to see the need to align according to your principles, Lord, according to your way. Even as the Israelites, O oh God, were settled according to their tribes, according to their um, households, according to their father's houses in the wilderness, may your church in this day, even as you reset and reorder us, our Father, may your church, may your household be established right in this day and time. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for watching. And um, in the next session, we will finalize the story of the prodigal son. We will look at um, um, the other son and how he misunderstood the same principle, you know, and uh, try and conclude this one principle. For instance, in building the house, in, 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 when we look at the, the church as the household of God, there are many principles involved in how we build it. Yeah, church is the family of God. And so I think once we conclude the father and son principle, we will then delve into other principles that will help us build strong families of God, strong spiritual families on the earth. Till next time, goodbye. Thank you.